We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Monday version of the OBR Film Breakdown. This one gets out a little bit late to you guys because of uh, some issues with power here in Columbus. I, I posted it on my Twitter feed this morning. We were out of power pretty much all night. Rough storm. Uh, did get power back this morning. So last night went to movie with the wife. You know, if you've if you paid attention to <laughs> this feed, I have been pretty vocal from the start that I wasn't interested in seeing Barbie. Well, saw it anyway with the wife, uh, and we, I mean, I saw Oppenheimer over the weekend, which I'll have a guest on to talk about that too, but um, in the middle of the movie, the power cuts out of the movie, uh, so couldn't even really get a good feel for that one uh, as as much as we hoped to. It came back on, but we missed like a middle portion of it, and they wouldn't rewind it, so that sucked, but then when we went back, power was out the house, couldn't get a podcast recorded, obviously, so Anyway, we're back this morning. Power came back on like a half hour ago. I do want to quickly go through what happened at yesterday's practice. Uh, obviously, if you're if you're checking this out, it's an early morning practice for uh, these guys. So there's something going on currently as I'm recording this. But I wanted to get this information out, at least something talked about for day two. And then we have to start breaking into our positional previews, which I think we're going to start breaking into positional previews on the next podcast. So just want to give you guys a heads up on that. But yeah, so yesterday, uh, not an eventful day, not a crazy day. There were uh, obviously Kevin Stefanski's doing his 10-15 media sessions. He's going through everything on his side. And these are the important things to say from his end. So he said... It's hard to describe the offensive changes from last year. He said how we call things remains the same in some areas, some verbiage changes. How different it will look remains to be seen. He said next, both injured linebackers are different. Doctors and trainers, for that's Anthony Walker, Sione Takitaki, we're bringing them along in different ways. The walkthroughs are great for live reps. The longer training camp gives them longer to be ready. Obviously, the Browns playing that game zero and getting in earlier than everybody else. There will be a lot of walkthroughs. There won't be a lot of live periods at the start of this thing. He said, when the quarterback likes a play, this is now a question about quarterback play, uh, You know, kind of big quote of the day from Kevin. When the quarterback likes a play, I like a play. As we design everything, we make sure it fits Deshaun's system. 
that's what the spring uh, that's what the spring is all about as we get into our installs is, is looking for and seeing what fits is the work we're trying to do now. Uh, he talked about limiting the volume of the playbook. You don't want to do too much of that. We think long and hard about giving the system giving them a system uh, that's hard to defend, but if you if you try to do too much, it dilutes what you do. So they're, they're really trying to obviously the biggest thing is fitting what they do, seeing it through Deshaun Watson's eyes and making sure that it's something tangible that Deshaun Watson can obviously uh, call back on either through his time uh, playing football through Clemson into his Houston years or something that they've practiced enough that they feel good about it, right? So that's what they're trying to really do is run everything through the eyes of the quarterback and make sure that it fits what he's looking at. Now a string of um, uh, Nick Chubb points he wanted to make. Nick's a huge part of our offense. We have really good um, we have real good info on what he's good at. He's a schematic fit in everything we do. He's fit. Uh, he's a fit in all of it, shotgunner under center, or they call it the dot. It's nice to have a runner where you can run anything. He's a different breed. He's all about the team, receptive to everything we ask him to do, an unbelievable leader. He leads from out in front. He's not quiet around his teammates. You never have to worry about Nick. Uh, Nick's weight, he said, I'm thinking he's strong. I hope he's safe. I hope his spotters are safe if you've seen those bent bar um, you know, squats he's doing with the flex bar out there that are pretty, pretty crazy when you see that. Another question was asked about Deshaun Watson and being like, you know, his workout propensity. Uh, Kevin said Deshaun is a gym rat. You have to shoot, uh, shoot him out of the facility. His teammates see that he likes to be around, watch film. He just is always around the team and the, any of those organized activities. The team has been very lucky to have some some smart centers. Stefanski noted with the quarterback to move. Uh, protections. I don't know if they're going to do that this year. We'll see what they do. It seems like Posich is a guy that they trust to do that. We'll see if Deshaun wants to handle more of that himself. Um, he said it's hard to compare it to last year with Deshaun. The leadership has come easily to Deshaun his entire life. He's always been him. Uh, it's always been easy for him to be out in front of the team. Very natural for him. Uh, he did not meet with Deshaun during the draft back when he was in the draft, Kevin said. Uh, but but you can obviously decipher quickly you know, how well Deshaun is able to lead people even coming into last year's situation. Um, he said running backs, because they're asked about veteran running backs, they're still valuable to the Browns. We've got the best in the business, thrilled with the guys we have. Cannot comment on why the salary situation is the way that it is right now. Browns have had a lot of success running the ball over recent years. Uh, they have, it says high on the running back room. It's just not just one person. We'll see that if that means Jerome Ford can handle that secondary role. Uh, Dewan Jones mispracticed yesterday sick. We have gotten some buzz, if you've paid attention this morning, that he might be back today, but there's still some lingering effects going on there, so he was not on the field. Uh, the protective helmets are back. I'm kind of going through a list, and I'm going through the live wire because that's that's a lot of what we talk about from the day before. So if you notice those guys wearing the white caps, those protective helmets, those are meant to cut down on concussions or the the, the chance of concussions significantly uh, you'll see those, uh, all the front players wear them. Marquise Goodwin, Anthony Schwartz, Colby Gossett were on the side with trainers today. Um, looking through here, now you had a uh, little bit of, like we said, there was a mystery of why DeJuan Jones wasn't out there, but we got to the nature of it, some illness. Um, you know, I, I don't think anything was even heat-related or anything. It might just be a flu sort of thing. And the, the, another, the other big news was Amari Cooper left the field Without any explanation, we heard something. It wasn't related. They, they did clear up that it wasn't related to his core muscle injury, but uh, they did say that it was something something tweaked. So uh, they said there's a chance he's back out on the field for day three, but it, 
you know, they're going to be extremely careful with him, even if it's the smallest thing. If you paid attention today, like Naheem Hines' season in Buffalo, the running back has gone uh, in the injury. C.J. Gardner-Johnson with the with the big signing for the Lions in their secondary was carted off the field this morning. So he's out. So it's just, um, you, you know, these are always so tricky, uh, these injuries early in the season. So, like, you don't really want to risk too much exposure if you don't have to and especially if somebody comes up with something tweaked right we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What Watson did get in front of the microphone. He said yesterday, talk about the team sharing of their history, heroes, heartbreaks, and hopes. That's the four H's uh, team bonding exercise. He says he's grateful and happy with the organization that gave him an opportunity to share his story. So he got up in front of the team, shared more of his story. He says he's in the best spot of his life, moved past everything, expands on how he went through last year, has changed him, admits he wasn't in the right headspace when answering questions last year but he's able to talk and communicate differently now as he has the right headspace currently. And a lot of that is behind him. So um, Watson did go out and talk in front of the, the group yesterday. His personality's in a different space. He said, it's much easier to focus on football, locking in his craft. He's taking things one opportunity at a time. Feels like he was able to, to take the reins of the locker room more this year than last year. Able to put the focus on this year's relationship with Kevin continues to grow. He said he can talk about anything, been able to talk over the past off season, take uh, you know time to talk about all kinds of things. Just just foster a better relationship. Obviously, being around the way he's able to now, um, being able to move around and have guys play all kinds of different positions is new. They're playing much faster. He said, being able to do things the fans haven't seen in the past. They're excited about that. Elijah Moore, he can do all of those things. Whatever you need him to do, he can do. All the youth in town, that receiving room, they're able to learn from Amari and Donovan. Asked if the suspension changed him. The whole situation changed me. He said, it's ha- I had to know who I surrounded myself with. Uh, alter that it was the lowest point in my life. Pressure situations you aren't prepared for. So I try for as many situations as possible. I want to embrace the pressure and the opportunity. Feels blessed and happy and grateful when he did his 4-H's last night. Told his team the stories. Happy about life in general. Great supporting cast. Family organization to get back where I was. He said, and perhaps even better as a player and a person. So he clearly feels like he's turned a corner. He mentioned when talking about Nick Chubb, it's a big part of the offense. Will continue to feature. He'll do the thing that he's always done. Whatever helps the team, that's what he's going to do. I've been watching him since Georgia. I've known him since high school. Playing in this offense with him is really, really fun. 
Biggest challenge is going to go out there and directing this offense, putting us in the right play, which sounds like he's going to have maybe a little bit more freedom over that. Having an opportunity to tell the personal story was important to him as opposed to the media's narrative, which was important. And that's interesting, the media's narrative. I, I, I think that people have jumped on that comment. I think he's saying he's trying to tell a little bit more of his side of what happened. You know, I don't know. We'll see if that if that ultimately matters and he opens up more, but um, nonetheless. Uh, running backs help carry the offense, he noted. I believe those guys should get paid, deserve the money. Tough for Marquise, the situation there, watching him on the sidelines, obviously praying for him uh, the best to get back. Feels like he's in the best, like I said earlier, best spot of his life. Older, wiser, hopefully. You can see by the way I'm answering questions in the right headspace, didn't take therapy lightly. Thanks to everyone who was a part of that. He continued therapy sessions after the mandate. Always good to talk to someone. Feels like he can learn from everyone. I don't need the media or people to talk about what's going on in the community. He does it for the kids. It's just because I'm in a new city, helping me get through my situation when I was a kid. Anyway, I can give back. That's my calling. Um, Chubb did speak, but, um, <laughs> you know, Nick Chubb quotes are always, they're always very, very contrite. Uh, he basically said that he's been involved in the running back discussions with the others. And it's kind of interesting watching and knowing that Nick has been paid, but, <laughs> he's talking to the other group who's trying to figure out. I don't know where running backs are going, uh, but but Nick is luckily the last one for him that has been paid. He said he hasn't talked to Kareem about his situation, about those veteran running backs that are in a bind. He said he feels like his value to this offense is still as high as ever. Um, he thinks that the running back wear and tear is a myth, and it's different for everyone. He thinks that running backs are still valuable, as you would expect. He said being ranked number one in Madden, and the ESPN listing is very special. He said everybody plays Madden, so that's really cool. Grateful that he was able to get his contract done. It says that Jerome Ford is a special player and is a lot more mature. Andrew Barry notes from practice as we go through this. And again, you don't really get a ton on the field, so you're just trying to take quotes of what these guys are talking about. He thanks the staff for moving operations to Greenbrier, allow them to focus and bond as a team. They like the mix of the players they have right now. We'll reevaluate in the middle of camp. You want to... You want any player you bring in the organization to maximize their opportunity. You're not tied to a draft pick. That was never going to happen with Perrion. He said he wouldn't say we reevaluate the process due to Perrion. Not always able to replicate a good environment for them. He said they're comfortable with their backup tackles. Um, right now, he said they're comfortable with that. We feel like we have good tackle depth. Uh, we're thankful that Marquise Goodwin is out in front of this. He can get better. Um, and he said he was able to get the, the treatment plan in place because health is that primary concern. His take on the running back situation, situation around the league is the sport has changed since the 80s and 90s, no longer built on bell cow runners, now focused on quarterbacks. The market is dictated that those values have shifted. You see that over time. That being said, difference makers are still a rare thing, and they think they have a difference maker, and that's why they paid him. He said running backs, durability risks, there's, there's, there's some truth to that. Some positions are more at risk. It's about the individual. Nick is the type of person you hope is with the organization as long as possible. Feels that workload has been managed with Nick to, to take care of his body as he approaches that 28-year-old uh, age range where people think the regression happens. Expectations are high. We want to play our best football later parts of the season. We have to work to do that during training camp. Not focused on the last couple of years. Players and coaches we have learn from everything. Every year is unique. Deshaun's in a great place, he said. Going through the big year for him personally. It's going to be a big year for him personally and professionally. We love what he's done off the field. It's pretty cool to see the relationship between Kevin and Deshaun growing organically. Things that should partake in the offense uh, should should put out a pretty good product there. Schwartz's scheme is a great fit. 
system, gives it an engine. It starts with the D-line, premium pass rush, high-level rushers, Miles, Zadarius, uh, Ogba, who can create from inside and off the edge. Gives them a bunch of matchups they really like. They noted that Amari was a minor tweak, minor thing, not too concerned, not tied to surgery. So that's important. The returner this year has to be more productive now that the game rules have changed with respect to kickoff. So that's an important thing to note. Very easy to see how Elijah Moore can be super effective in this offense. They love his work ethic and versatility. They feel really good about Jerome Ford. Had a strong spring pass protection especially. We think his receiver skills are strong. Will be a competition behind him. Remains to be seen who will emerge. He also noted uh, Zadarius Smith uh, does take away some of their concern at defensive tackle depth a little bit, but they're going to continue to evaluate that room reevaluated after they see who they have, what they have, if those guys like Maurice Hurst and Tristan Hill are healthy and able to actually add something of value. They will, like I said, they were going to reevaluate things halfway through camp. Wanted to fortify the trenches and surround our quarterback with weapons this offseason. That was the primary goal. They feel like they have done that. More Miles Garrett love from Pro Football Focus where they have him as the top rank edge. But that's about it. All right, so that's basically what you'll find on the live wire every day. Some good summations of those press conferences and what happened at practice. Very light day. They're not putting pads on yet, so you're just getting some video clips. You know, we got like Jordan Phillips playing one tech or shade instead of three. Maybe they're going to put Dalvin Tomlinson out of three. These things are fluid. You have to be there. I think I'm going to be up there a couple days when they get back to Berea, like the sixth and seventh, I think, or something like that. I'm going to try to go up and watch it from the crowd and give uh, give some good perspective for sitting actually sitting up high and, uh, you know, looking down on it, seeing what they're doing. You know, these clips in Greenbrier, you get something. Even the people there on the sidelines, it's tough to see the actual play on the field and what's being done and things that matter, little pieces, nuggets of information that actually matter. So uh, we'll do the best we can with what we have from Greenbrier, but I think when they get back and they're up in Berea, doing some different things there after the Hall of Fame game. That's when we'll be able to pull some things that actually matter. So, uh, like I said, that's that's we'll do the best we can for now, but obviously uh, hopefully do a little bit more when the time comes later uh, to be able to actually give you some some actual worthwhile schematic insights from, from viewing it live. But anyway, uh, we'll keep covering it at the OBR. Fred Greetham's live and on site, so we have a lot of different things going on there. We also... Well, we'll start with our positional breakdowns. We have five key questions for each position group. So we will do like this positional preview for the year. We'll get with Andrew Spade tonight for your podcast tomorrow. So check that out where we'll go through quarterback to start. Otherwise, well, check in tomorrow. I'll get you your day three training camp uh, insights. Go through everybody who talked and every quote that mattered. And hopefully get you guys something that you can learn from every single day of training camp when they're down there at Greenbrier. So uh, thanks for stopping by and joining this podcast today. Sorry it's a little bit late. But the power's back. We're finally able to do something, so that's good. Rate and view the pod. Always appreciate that. You know that. And then, like I said, stop by the OBR and take in all the great training camp information that we have for you. Thanks for being here. Have a great Monday, and go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.